Welcome to Body of Love, a body positive and well-being podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Roberts, a yoga and Pilates teacher and body positive coach. The following recording was a video I had recorded for my YouTube channel, and I'm playing the audio here to start the podcast. This podcast will include topics of body positive wellness and different topics, including yoga, Pilates, and meditation. I hope you enjoy this podcast. In today's podcast, I talk a little bit about my own experiences with negative body image issues and disordered eating and my introduction into the body positive movement. So one of the things that I really want to talk about today, if you can tell from the title, is body positivity or the body positive movement. I've been really kind of interested in learning a little bit more about it and how it has pertained to my own experiences of growing up. And if you saw on Instagram, I posted a book recently that I read and I included it in my February favorites video called The Body Is Not An Apology, which is all about just being body positive. And I also just picked up this book, Body Positive Power by Megan Jane Crabb. Now I really kind of came around to this body positive movement when I started thinking about self-love one. Um, I was doing that as a focus for my happiness project in February. And that kind of led me to vlog in times. And I really started getting into this idea of self-love self-acceptance and self-compassion. And I was reading a lot of books along those lines of, you know, self-love, self-acceptance, and self-compassion. And a lot of those books really got me kind of thinking. And like I mentioned in one of the Vlog in Times videos where I talked about the self-love experiment by Shannon Kaiser, that that book was basically like if I sat down and wrote my life experiences, that was my book. So a couple of you kind of said, yeah, you should write your own book. And people have told me this for my for years and years and years that I should write my story in hopes, you know, it would help somebody or inspire somebody. So I actually have started writing the book. I've kind of plotted it out and I've got an outline. One of the huge things that I really did deal with in my, you know, childhood and growing up and throughout my life experiences have has been this idea of not really accepting myself and struggling with things in different ways. So the idea behind the body positive or body positivity movement is that you're you're really learning that all bodies deserve love and acceptance. You know, we're constantly bombarded in the media on magazines, TV shows, advertisements with the perfect body, you know, for a man, it's a six pack stomach with rippling muscles, dark hair, tall, handsome, perfect teeth. And for women, you know, they're usually blonde, big boobs, tiny waist, lots of muscles, flat stomach, blue eyes, and again, gorgeous, perfect teeth. And it's like, I mean, to, in the reality, like, who really looks like that? I don't know those people. Those people aren't in my life. Those people aren't my friends. Those people are certainly not the people that I'm interested in watching. Not to say those people are boring or anything, but when I look through like my Instagram account, for instance, and I look at the people that I follow and whose lives I'm really curious about and who I really like learning more about them, 
those people are so varied in how they look. And the body positivity movement is really about why do we have to have one ideal? Why does this have to be the ideal? It's about learning that all bodies are acceptable. And it's about really learning to not try to live up to that standard of beauty and just loving your body as it is right now and meeting your body where it is right now. And this has really kind of got me thinking about how I run and market my business. If you don't know, I am a yoga and Pilates teacher, so immediately you think fitness. I'm almost ashamed to say that in the past I've kind of marketed some of my classes towards weight loss. I was even at the beginning of the year thinking about getting like a weight loss coaching certification and setting my whole business around helping people lose weight. And to be honest, as I was thinking about that, I was thinking, well, that would be really good for business because, you know, lots of people want to lose weight. The weight loss industry is a billion dollar industry. And when people are looking for certain things, I mean, there's weight loss DVDs, there's weight loss classes, there's weight loss pills, there's weight loss shakes, there's food to help you lose weight, there's meditations to help you lose weight. There's so much stuff, it's such a big industry. And I was thinking, wow, I could really expand my business if I take a little bite out of that. But when I was thinking about that, it didn't really sit well with me. I was like, mm, it's not really my clients. Most of my clients don't come with the goal of losing weight. And when I talk to my clients and I don't let them have negative self-talk about their bodies, I always tell them, you know, it's not about a number on a scale. It's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. I posted on my business Instagram the other day about movement matters and not for the reasons that you think. Movement matters for different reasons or it should matter and when I think about it and I tell my clients all the time is, look, when we're 70, 80, 90, hopefully 100, we're all going to look the same. You're not going to have a six-pack ab. I mean, maybe there's maybe one or two people out there that have that. What's more important is that you feel good in your body, that your body has ease, you're comfortable in your body. You can bend over and tie your shoes. You don't have as many aches and pains in your back and your joints and all that stuff. That's more important. Move for the sake of movement so that you can find ease in your body. You can gain strength, you can gain flexibility. All of those things are so much more important than having six pack abs or a number on a scale, or fitting into a smaller size at Lululemon. I mean, it's just, and I tell my clients this all the time, so I stopped and I was thinking, why would I wanna change who I am as a teacher to get more clients that are there to lose weight? When I'm telling my current clients, don't focus on losing weight, focus on being healthy, feeling good in, in your body and, you know, finding inner calm and inner peace in your body through movement. So it was almost like I had this kind of hypocritical moment where I was like, why? it doesn't make any sense that I would go in that direction. And then as I started focusing more on self-love, I was just thinking about like loving myself. And I think I, and I started writing this book and as I was outlining it, I started all this stuff about body positives started just showing up everywhere for me. And I was like, 
this, there's something here. There's really something here. And I think being really accepting of your body as it is, is a huge part of self-love. I think so many of us take those moments without even really realizing it. We do so much negative self-talk about our bodies where we're like, oh, I hate my thighs. I hate, you know, that I, I'm, I'm an extra large instead of a large or... And I think these little things, like, we maybe not obsess over them so much, but I think that they are definitely in the back of our minds. And how can we truly love ourselves if we hate the skin that we're in? And then this whole body positivity movement that has been everywhere for me right now, it's just popping up left and right. There's books and there's articles and all kinds of stuff coming up, um, made me really think about my childhood, and I've mentioned this before in a vlog a long time ago, that I struggled with disordered eating. I had an eating disorder probably starting around the age of 11, 12, 13, um, and I continued with that struggle well into my 30s. In fact, when my husband met me, I was very, at, I was very at the, like, peak of my eating disorder. And it's not something that I've really talked about with people. I've only told a few people. I only recently told my mother. And over the past like six years or so, this is something that I've really thought about where it's like, I need to tell this story so that I can help other people. And I've always thought about how can I take my story and how can I help other people? How can I make that part of my business? How can I go out into the community and kind of share this story in hopes that, you know, there's other kids out there that are going through the same thing. So from about the time that I was like 11, 12, 13, well into my 30s, I was anorexic. Uh, it was so bad when I was in middle school and the beginning of high school when I lived with my dad that my father and my stepmother actually were feeding me extra protein shakes to try to get me to gain weight. They would feed me very fatty foods. They would constantly say things about my weight that I was too skinny. You know, I just wasn't living a very healthy lifestyle. And I think a lot of that came down to, I just was not happy with myself. I didn't really love myself. I didn't really love who I was. I didn't know who I was at that time. I mean, I was young and I think when we're younger, we all go through that at some point. But I'm kind of going through this all and writing this down in the book and thinking about like, how can this story really help other people? And it's, it's not well known about male anorexia or male eating disorders because most men don't come out and talk about it. In fact, a lot of male athletes have eating disorders. If you look at um, sports like professional cycling or even um, horse jockeys, they rely on being very small and very thin so that they are lighter, so that they're able to move faster through their sport. Eating disorders run rampant through that, but those people don't talk about it because they're seen as athletes. And then when we were, right before we left on vacation, we were watching America's Next Top Model and they were doing a whole piece on body positivity where they had a male model come in whose name is Zachary Miko 
and he's a bigger guy and he calls himself brawny or brawn um and he's known as like the america's first brawn model so he's really kind of launching this movement of plus men being you know more recognized i think in you know women's industry there's more plus size women being seen you know we have plus size women stores plus-size women um, departments within stores. I think it's seen a little bit more. I don't think it's as seen or as accepted as it should be, but I think when you look at plus-size men, I think it's a little bit more out there. I think when you look at men as far as beauty, you know, clothing and stuff like that, we see a lot of six-pack models, thin guys, slim cuts. I mean, when I go into some stores like H&M, for instance, or Zara, those clothes don't fit me. They're slim cut. They're made for very small, thin body builds. That's just not me. So I love to see that this is being pushed a little bit more into the into society and like into magazines and television and things like that. And when we were watching America's Next Top Model and Zachary was on there, I was talking to my husband. I was like, oh my God, he is so sexy. Like... <gasps> Why have I lived my whole entire life trying to fit into this idea of this skinny little, like, model-looking body type when that's not what I'm attracted to? It's all, it's like, I don't know, it was very, it was like weird. And then it's weird because I look back at pictures, even from like two or three years ago where I had a little bit less weight on me. And I look back at the pictures and I'm like, wow, I was really skinny like two, three years ago. But at that time, I felt fat and I was working really hard to lose weight. So I'm definitely at the point now where I'm starting to love my body. And, I, and there's a lot of criticism about the body positive movement because people are saying it is promoting unhealthy lifestyles. It's promoting ob obesity. You know, saying that, okay, I love my skin that I'm in, but I'm overweight and I have health problems is not like... Um, really helpful to people. I think we should accept all bodies, but the thing that I am really kind of focused on right now is that whatever your body is, whatever healthy looks like to you, that's should be accepted. Whether you want to be thin and you have six-pack abs, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's not for me. If you want that, then that's fine. You should do that and you should be accepted as well. It's also, like I mentioned with the book, The Body Is Not An Apology, it's talking about abled versus disabled bodies. All bodies should be accepted. Why are we not seeing clothing advertisements with people in wheelchairs or that have some kind of, that are not an abled body? It's learning that all bodies are worth acceptance and that all bodies are equally valuable. And I think we really need to start focusing on that being seen pretty much everywhere. And I also think body positivity really is about learning what is good for you and what is healthy for you personally and then letting everybody do that for themselves. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to look good, but I think it has to be your version of good. I'm learning that I don't have to live up to somebody else's ideal of what that looks like. I have to do this for myself. For me, it's about being comfortable in my body. Do I need to go to the goal weight that I originally thought I wanted? 
No, because now I'm realizing that's not a healthy weight for my body and I'm not going to be comfortable being too thin either. So to sum all this rambling up, body positive is something that's really on my mind. It's something that I'm going to be promoting a little bit through my business. Um, I want to include this as part of the book that I'm writing. I want to focus on my own body in loving my body in a way that is perfect for me. It's moving my body in a very mindful way. So I'm not going to be focusing on crazy workout, doing a bunch of burpees or, you know, high interval training or running marathons or any of the stuff that I've done in the past to my body when, when I was really trying to focus on losing weight. For me now, it's going to be about mindful movement. It's going to be yoga, Pilates, walking, riding my bike, but doing these things because they bring me joy. Not working out because I'm trying to hit a number on a scale or I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to fit in a certain size. Not working out because that's what society is expecting of me to look a certain way. Working out because I enjoy these types of workouts, that this type of movement is fun for me, that I feel better afterwards. It puts me in connection with my body so that I'm able to really kind of learn to love and accept my body as it is. So like I said, I'm going to be bringing some of this into my work. I'm going to be bringing it into my book. It's something that I'm going to be focusing on as well. It's something that I'm going to be promoting and sharing. It's something that I'm going to be supporting other people who are helping to spread this message. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the topic. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get all of the future conversations and interviews that we'll be doing focused on body positivity. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thanks again. This is Christopher Roberts. Have a great day.